Welcome to this podcast by City Point Church, Redcliffe. We are so happy you could join us and pray that the following message will encourage and empower you. Who's loving life? Okay, I'm loving life and the rest of you just have to suck it up. Is that how it works? But uh, I'm loving life. Life is good. And, uh, you know, we're moving into this season of ruling and reigning. And, uh, you know, as Christians, as individuals, God calls us to rule and reign. If you read through the Bible and you start from Genesis, right there you'll decide and you'll, you'll start to read and you'll go, hey, I was put on, a, on this planet for a purpose. You know, he put Adam and Eve in the garden and he said, hey, tend to the garden. Do you know the garden wasn't stagnant? I don't know about you, but in my house, around my home, that garden always has a few weeds in it. That garden is always growing. I pulled up in my drive the other day, and I'm looking, and I'm going, that plant just doesn't look right. It's moved. And I said to Maya, I said, that plant doesn't look right. Last time I saw it wasn't touching our neighbor's house. You know, it's sort of like they have a mind of their own, and it's like, well, you know, I've got to get out, and I've got to fix that thing. You know, I think in life, you know, we are called to rule and reign. From the beginning of time, God said to Adam and Eve, hey, go and have dominion over all the earth and go and multiply. It wasn't about being stagnant. It wasn't about just existing. It wasn't about settling for the status quo. It was actually about doing something, progressing and moving forward. Uh, but somehow life gets around us. Somehow life gets around our hearts. Sometimes life gets, the circumstances don't go the way that we thought it would go. And we tend to pull back. I don't know about you, but have you ever pulled back in your life? Where you've come to this stage in life and you're like, why? It's not worth it. Anyone been there? It's not worth it. Why, why would I love people? They just, they just go and just, I don't know, gossip. You know, for a guy, I just go, huh, who cares? But, you know, there's this moment, oh, oh they, 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 you know, and they tend to hurt. And it's like, why do I even go and put myself out there? Why do I even, and you pull back and you just settle for the status quo. You know what? I've got a group of friends and this is all I want. Or, you know what? In your work life, it's like, you know, you, you want to move forward in your career. You want to move forward. You want the promotion. You want to, but all of a sudden it's like, you know, you get denied time and time again and all of a sudden you, you're back in that place and you go, well, what's the point? Why do I bother? And this is what I find is that there are a lot of individuals in this world that we just settle. We just settle. And I don't know why, but, but sometimes it's just our mindsets. It's just the circumstances we're in. Or it's just, you know what? It's just the way our family is. We just settle. Friend, today, I want to tell you that as Christians, as believers, as people that have stepped into the kingdom, we are citizens of heaven, we are children of the Most High God, and we are children of promise. In other words, God wants you and I to rule and reign in every area of our life through every circumstance. No matter what we're going through, no matter the situation, we are called to rule and reign. Your circumstance mightn't look like it right now, but you were called to have dominion over that circumstance. And this is where we need to realize is that as Christians, as individuals, we shouldn't settle for mediocre, mediocre, whatever that is. 
We shouldn't settle for mediocre. But we should push in. We shouldn't settle just for average. We shouldn't settle for, ah, it'll be right, mate, it'll do. But instead, we should move forward in the promises and the call that God has for our life. If you look at Galatians 4, uh, 4, 27 to 28, I love this, is that we are now children of promise. My first point is this, we are children of promise. There is a promise for you and I. There is a promise for us to be at the head and not the tail. There's a promise for us to be the light in darkness. There is a promise for us to share the good news. There is a promise for us to prosper. There is a promise for us to be healed. There is a promise for us to have peace of mind. These are promises from heaven. You know, in the Bible right now, there are promises here. This is, a, 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 this is truth. And the issue is, is are you willing to live in truth? All these promises are here for you and I to unlock. But whether we're willing to unlock them or whether we're willing to just to settle for the status quo. Friend, today we are called to rule and reign. You are called to rule and reign. You know, if we are designed to rule and reign with him, then why settle for mediocre? then why settle? So the title of my message is this, Don't Settle. Turn to the person next to you and tell you, don't settle. Come on, don't settle. If you've settled, don't. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. You know, again, when I talk about the promises, do you realize these promises in the Bible are perpetual? Time and time again, they'll work. Time and time again, they're here. You know, Isaiah 54, 1 to 3 says this. It says, Sing, O barren, you who have not born. I'm reading the uh, New King James, guys. Not the message. I swapped on you. Come on, keep up, boys. (laughs) Keep up. Here we go. Break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabitable. I love this scripture as I read it. Why? Because what it's saying and in the day, if you didn't have children, if you didn't, boy, it was a shame. As if they'd become a shame over the women. They'd become a shame. And, and so if a couple never had kids, in other words, they never had inheritance because a kids were seen as an inheritance, was God's blessing. And so there would be shame come upon the family. Shame would come upon. I, I read this scripture and God's saying, hey, listen, you know, cast off that shame. Cast off the status quo. Cast off the rejection. Cast off the things that have been spoken over you. Cast them off and move forward. I I, I love the story 
of blind Bartimaeus and, and you can read through the scriptures and, and read through that story. But he cries out to Jesus as he hears Jesus coming to town. He, he says, hey, Jesus, son of David, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on him. And the disciples and people are saying, hey, just be quiet. No one wants to talk to you. Jesus doesn't want to talk to you. He doesn't want to know you. But here's this guy wanting healing, wanting his sight back. He throws off his garment and goes to Jesus and receives his healing. In that moment, throwing off the garment was saying, hey, listen, I'm throwing off my identity because there was a garment that he would wear that would say that he was a beggar, that would say that he was blind, and he threw it off and walked to Jesus. Before we can receive our miracle, we need to throw off whatever's been spoken upon us. And here we are in this scripture in Isaiah, and he's saying, sing, O barren woman. Friend, today, if you're waiting for a miracle, if you're waiting for God to come through, if you're waiting, if you're in that place and you've settled, today, friend, I wanna say this, is stand up and sing. Stand up and throw off whatever you've identified yourself with. Throw it off your shoulders and walk into Jesus. Sing. Sing. Rejoice. We are a people of promise. We need to take hold of the promises that are in the Bible. The first step is rejoice. Is rejoice. No matter what you're going through, rejoice. Sing. It addresses how to deal with barrenness. It addresses how to deal in the areas of our life that have become unfruitful. You know, that business deal that just isn't quite going where you want it to go. The doors aren't quite opening and, and you don't know why. Friend, today, sing. Today, lift your voice to heaven and start to cry out. Oh, maybe I just don't have the skills. Maybe, you know what, I just don't have what they're looking for. Friend, you've got what they're looking for. It's the Spirit of God. But you need to throw off that doubt. You need to throw off that hesitancy in saying, God, you want, here I am, and move through the doors and sing and rejoice, no matter the circumstances that are around your life. If it doesn't line up, with the word of God, the key is this, is then sing. Praise God, rejoice. Let his presence get around your life. Let his presence start to stir you. You know what? Praise, praise is the pathway to his presence. If you want to see the atmosphere of your house change, if you want to see the atmosphere of your workplace change, your car, whatever situation that you're in right now, lift up the name of Jesus and start praising. You'll see heaven come to earth. You'll see oppression lift. You'll see God come through. It's a time where you need to praise. Psalm 22 verse 3, it says, But you are holy, O you who are enthroned in the holy place, where the praises of Israel are offered. In other words, in that place where you start to praise God, you know what? He is there. He is here right now. 
moving in lives. He is here right now, whispering in people's hearts. During the time of worship, there are people here that have probably received their healing. They've received the answers that they've been looking for. Friend, today, rejoice no matter the circumstance. Find the joy in the moment, in the situation. Where I'm sitting right now and the things that I'm going through personally, I've had to find a place where the joy of God comes. Because if you lose your joy, you lose everything. There comes a time where you need to pray. And so in our house, you'll find that our house isn't a house of sorrow. Our house is a place of rejoicing. Our house is a place where they're all making fun of dad and his side effects. And there are moments where I'm like, you know, I've got some really good side effects every now and then. Like if I get really cold, I cramp. I mean, I cramp. All of a sudden, I can't use my fingers and they're like this and I'm walking, down, trying to get down my stairs and they're like, they're like you're an old lady laughing at me <laughs> and then I fall asleep because I got a bit of fatigue on the couch and, and apparently when I fall asleep my face spasms now and so Maya's there trying to take photos and, and every time she tries she gets the photo set I wake up and she's like dad I'm like ha <laughs> there are these moments but how do you fight you've got to find your place how can I do that because here I am I'm in a place, I know who I am. I, I know I'm called to rule and reign. No matter the circumstance I'm in, I'm an overcomer. Why? Because his word says. But unfortunately, some of us don't know what the word of God says. And what we do is we live in this reality and not in his reality. Friend, we need to bring our reality up to his reality. It mightn't line up, but we need the faith to do it. And if we don't have the faith to do it, if we don't have the ability, praise Him anyway. Praise Him anyway, no matter what you're going through. Praise is the language of faith. Do you realize that? There is a language of faith. It's called praise. Well, you're just so positive. Well, at least I'm not a wet blanket. No one wants to hang out with someone who's a wet blanket. It's the last thing. I want to hang out with people of faith, people of life, people that praise him, people that talk about him, people that go, you know what? He is a good God. No matter what we go through, Psalm 150 verse 2, it says, praise our God. His deeds are wonderful, too marvelous to describe. Too marvelous to describe. Too marvelous to describe. Well, what has God done? We done this that's impossible God there has to be a reason you know in today's society you'll receive a miracle but people will always question it like well how did it happen well then they've diagnosed you wrong well then no no no, no they, they got that wrong no they, well do you believe in a God that can heal that can save that can deliver that can give you peace of mind that can bring wholeness that can bring provision because that's what I do But yeah, I just want to see the evidence. You know what? My God's so marvelous that he doesn't have to bow down to your inability to see beyond. And we've got to realize this. If we could understand God, then would he be God? 
If we could understand all the mysteries of God, well then what's there left? And I believe that, you know, when we get to heaven and everyone says this, I've got so many questions for God. I believe that when we get there and we start to see him, it'll be just like, oh, wow. I understand. I've got no more questions. No more questions. We need to rejoice in the time. Calling people into singing before the answer to prayer or divine intervention is there is a significant call to faith. That's what it is. We need to rejoice. You know, today, someone here just needs to sing. There's some people here, you just need to sing. You just need to sing. We have a promise. We need to rejoice. We need to rejoice. The third thing that I find is that we need to have expectation. We need to expect. There has to be an expectation. There has to be an expectancy. You know, enlarge the place of your tent. In other words, enlarge ourselves. We need to enlarge ourselves. You know, enlarging is an act. You know, do you believe this? That it is the act of faith to enlarge ourselves. It's an act. It's an act. A positioning to receive the promise. When you enlarge yourself, when you step out, what you're saying is, God, I'm stepping out in faith right now. Maybe it's stepping out in faith in in finding a new friendship. Maybe it's stepping out in faith with doing something different with your kids. Maybe in your workplace, maybe whatever it is, you're like, God, I know you've called me to this place. I'm stepping out right now. And as you step out, it's an act of faith. It's saying, God, right now, I, I know I haven't received the promise right yet, just yet, but I know as I step out, I'm going to receive it. You know, making room means sometimes we need to knock down some walls in our life that hold us back and that keep people out. What I find is when people settle is that they settle back and they don't grow. They don't grow internally and they don't grow externally. What I mean by that is that they shrink back, they settle, and they won't let anyone else in their world. There are a lot of people like that. And then they become small. Friend, the world will just keep going without you. But we're called to influence this world. So in other words, we're called to grow. We're called to enlarge ourselves, our sphere of influence. You know what? Enlarging or enlargement requires us to get out of our small boxes, to get out of our small routines, our small way of thinking, our limited view of who God is in our life. We are called to enlarge ourselves in every area, emotionally, physically, intellectually, spiritually, We're called to enlarge ourselves. We're called to move forward. Our mindsets, we're called to break certain mindsets. Do you realize as you're growing up, your mindset is formed? Right now, in my home, with what we're going through and and what's taking place, I've got eight little eyes watching me. They're watching me on this journey as I I step through this journey. And some of you are like, what journey is he on? Well, I'll let you know. 
I've been taking, I've, I've got till the end of the year and I'm doing chemo. And so every fortnight I sit in a chair for 48 hours and then I come home. And I've got eight little eyes just watching me on how I walk through this. And what right there is that they're forming their mindset. It's forming their belief system of who God is. And so for myself is that I come into a place and I praise God, I worship God, I bring the joy around us and we thank God. And I take them on the journey of how it happened and how, you know, God is so good in every area of my life and how much of a blessing He is. And you know what takes place? Is that when I walk through that, it forms their mindsets and they can praise God as well. They can walk in confidence. Friend, when you know the truth and you know who God is, then you can walk in confidence. I have so many people going, how are you? No, 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 Sam, how are you? I'm good because I am good. I am awesomely good. Did I ever tell you how good I was? I'm good. Hey, Pete, you ask me that all the time. He's like, no, no, tell me, how good are you? How good are you? I've got another guy rings me, how good are you? Hey, you going good? Yeah, how good are you? And then they ask me this, how's your soul? My soul's great. Can you stop asking me how good I am? You're driving me crazy. But this is where we are. This is the truth. Do we bring out the truth? Because you can't change the truth. And right now we're seeing so many people trying to change the truth. The Word of God is true. The opinion of man is not true. And this is the issue. What, we're, what they're trying to do and what the world is trying to do is change the truth to bring it down to the opinion of man. To change the truth to bring it down to relativity. Well, you know what? It might be true for you, but for me, nah. Or it might be what the Word of God says, yeah. You know what? In today's society, we have pastoral issues, not theological issues because the truth never changes. But it gets complicated when it becomes personal and when it becomes pastoral because you're dealing with people. The Word of God is black and white. Small-mindedness. Small-mindedness kept the children of Israel out of the promised land. Caleb and Joshua believed it could be done the rest were afraid. We read the story time and time again. They missed out on the promise. A generation couldn't cross over because of their small-mindedness. Well, hey, listen, we need to go back to Egypt. It was better in slavery. At least we got our needs met. We got fed. Friends, small-mindedness. Happy with the status quo. Happy with existing instead of thriving instead of moving forward, instead of ruling and reigning, instead of taking hold of the promises that God has, instead of fulfilling the calling that God has for their life. Enlarging the place of your tent also means making room for some new people in your life. What I find is when you're growing is when you're meeting new people. When you're growing is when you're including others in your world. 
when you're growing is when you're moving forward in relationships and making sure that you're moving forward in the right relationships. There's going to be some relationships that you need to cut in order to break free. Some relationships have held you back. But now you just need to cut and move forward. But enlarging, moving forward. God's economy, I say all the time, is relationship. It's a relationship with Him and a relationship with others. And so you can't tell me you're a Christian and have no relationship with some of the people in this building. Because God calls us to have relationship with others and relationship with Him. Oh yeah, I love you Jesus, but I hate your church. It's just like telling someone when they're getting married, oh, I love you, you're an awesome guy, but your bride, she's ugly. What do you think the guy's going to do? He's going to punch you in the face. I would. We have a gracious God. Such a gracious God. You're lucky I'm not God. Everyone be walking around with this. this. But here we are. If people matter to God, then they should matter to us in every single way. Relationships with people, they will test your nerves, they'll try your patience, but they'll stretch you and stretch your prayer life. Because God wants us all to grow. Expanding the kingdom of heaven, friend, today is not about conquering lands, buying buildings, it's about conquering hearts, it's about sharing the love of Jesus, it's about people knowing who God is through us and in us. It's about them coming into a relationship with God. That's expanding God's kingdom. Ruling and reigning. And this is what I love about God. He's not a dictator. He lives in kingdom principles. He is sovereign, but He gives all and each every one of us free will. He gives us the choice, the ability to choose. The only limitation that God actually ever puts upon Himself is you and I. Have you noticed that? It's because He works through people. He works through individuals. And what I find is that when a miracle comes, it normally comes through someone. Have you, you thought about that in your life? When you've received a miracle, it's always come through someone. Someone you may never know, may never ever met, but or it might come through a friend, it might come through and it's like in that moment you've been believing, you've been praying and all of a sudden. Friend, today reject smallness. Who do you need to let in? And do not spare at any cost. At any cost. At any cost. Enlarge the place of your tent. It's an act of faith, a positioning to receive the promises that God has for your life. This morning, friend, no matter where you're at, don't settle for anything less than the truth. And the truth of who God is, of who He is, 
Thank you for listening. We pray that this message empowers you to unmistakably influence your world for good and for God. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. This is the beginning of a life-changing journey. We would love to see you at one of our many City Point Church services across Brisbane and the world this Sunday. You can find out more about our service times and locations at citypointchurch.com. We're so excited to see you there.